Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You ain't full retard, man. I'm your huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Napoleon's sister was a fucking freak. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. I like turtles. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Why are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. It's the last one of July. I can't believe how fast time's flying, man. We're almost through summer already. Labor Day's around the corner. But we have another great panel tonight. So you guys are in for another entertaining discussion here back as always ryan how's it going buddy good dude yeah i'm excited for this one it'll be uh, nice to get a couple of ladies involved and then andrew is always fun to talk <laughs> with as well so this will be this will be pretty sweet yes and returning again andrew from the po- uh politics or punk rock and politics politics and punk rock i always get it backwards sorry buddy you got it on your shirt all the time too i know i can't <laughs> read backwards though <laughs> I- yeah, uh, I'm glad to be back. I'm always excited to be on the show, and I'm actually hardwired in this time, so I'm not going to be the glitching, cutting out a-hole once again. So positive, <laughs> moving forward, moving the forward. The best part about that was, was as tech. soon as you started talking, right? As soon as you had something important to say, it just fizzled out. The rest of the time, we saw you in all your glory, but... It was a great chat. I listened back to it a couple of times and I was like, oh, dude, no Wi-Fi. Dear <laughs> podcasters, Wi-Fi is not your friend. Do not hardwire 100% of the time. Yep. All the time. So, yep. Glad to be back. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad on to people. <laughs> and we All have right. L well, good from Wi-Fi, the Speed then. Bumps podcast. L, how are you, hon? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, so happy to have you on and uh, looking forward to tonight. I I'm doing good. How's everything going in your world? I have something crazy that kind of happened today. Fire away. This is the perfect platform. <laughs> so uh, I'm supposed to see a cardiologist every year. So because I had the open heart surgery thing when I was a baby and I haven't seen him in two and a half years because they want you to wear the masks. Right. So I've been calling and like hoping they're going to change their policy, like trying to be nice, everything like that. And finally, I was like, listen, I can't wear a mask. I was raped. Can I please have an exception? And they're like, only if you prove that you were, and then we will, and then we'll consider it. And I was like, I hate you all. What? Wow. wow. We are diving in. Just 
let's 100 let's go <laughs> wow and, and what so what upset. would verify as proof i would have to get a doctor's note stating not only that i was but that i have ptsd from it and because i have ptsd from it i can't wear a mask and i'm like i literally told them i was like i was choked i can't have anything restrict my airflow and they're like well we need a doctor's note saying that that's insanity is that true by the way what like the the story the rape thing yeah oh wow okay wow. yeah i was raped when i was 16 Horrible. sorry to hear that, that oh was... it like i've gotten mostly over it but also i shouldn't have to get to a point with a doctor that i'm like this is why one of the reasons i'm not gonna mask and they're just being assholes wow. that's unbelievable unbelievable, unbelievable. wow Jeez. gotta love our system and yeah. and Oh, they boy. do work, right? Even though it says on the box that they're totally ineffective as to what they're trying to use them for. This is just. I found it interesting that at no point, not, not that PCR tests work, but at no point was a PTR test offered as a way to prove that I wasn't sick. And then I could just come in without a mask. That was never offered. It was just, no, you need to prove that you were. Well, we're all sick. You got, that's that's the world <laughs> we live in. You are, we are all sick. You know, you are just walking around ready to kill people at any moment just by yep. sneezing coughing mm-hmm. just by you know, breathing maybe, yeah maybe touching you know heaven forbid without your rubber gloves yes oh that's awful huh? i'm so hard sorry to hear that that's that's just the world we live in today though it's unbelievable yeah. and last but not least i want to welcome another first timer miss leslie how are you good how are you guys good Thanks Thank for having you for, me oh Ooh, first timer yes <laughs> You got to give a crazier story than Ellie's. <laughs> I have a crazy story. Yeah, I have one. Hers sounds horrific, though. I mean, they keep stirring up that trauma. But um, last week, I was following this dump truck, and a huge boulder bounced out, went on the ground before in front of the car. And I thought, oh, it's too big. It's not going to bounce. And it bounced up coming straight for me. And I was going like 80 miles an hour. I'm like, I'm dead. Luckily, my windshield blocked it and it I mean the whole windshield broken but it was coming I leaned and I didn't have time to pull over so that was before I talked with you last week Brian and I was like that I would it would have killed me anyway so that's some final destination shit right there that's what my son said he goes mom it was like that one where the pole comes I said I know shit oh my my life flashed in front of me yeah it's funny you say that because I was behind, I was on some back roads coming back from my sister's house today uh, with my son and we're behind one of those old, uh, like multi-layer car haulers and it's got all these junk cars in it and I'm watching these things just bounce around and we're going up and down through windy hills and I'm just thinking, I'm like, what happens if one of these cars just breaks off and I'm right there? I got nowhere to go. I mean, we're in the middle of like wooded areas. I'm going to just wear this thing. And I'm just trying to think to myself, how am I going to try to avoid it? You know, but it's one of those things you don't, you don't think about it till it happens though. And then it's too late. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. But I survived in my windshield. Thank goodness my windshield held. So yeah, that's anyway, good. Yeah, and you ladies have crazier stories than I think any yeah. of, the three of us have. It sounds like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm bringing nothing to the table compared to that. Come on, you guys. I'm trying to think of something high. crazy that happened to me today at work. I got to pet a dog named Coco. That was kind of cool. That's nice. about it. Aww, that's nothing, sweet. nothing happens. That's crazy. I don't want anything crazy to happen. But yeah, that's wild. But um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear more about you, El. That uh, I, I hadn't heard. Uh, so what is your business? I, I'm really curious on that. <laughs> so I used to be an infectious disease scientist for Big Pharma, and I left Big Pharma to pursue holistic medicine and work with essential oils and homeopathy. Oh, so wow. I make custom essential oil rollers for people because you may hate the smell of lavender, but Leslie, you may love it. And so for something to help you sleep, I'd put it in Leslie's, but not yours, Ryan. So <laughs> it's things like that. Well, what if I like the smell of lavender? You, you don't I know can, me. I, I don't. Like I'm just making up a story right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, Customizable. I yep. di- yeah. I like that. And then I add crystals in them too, um, to help with whatever you want, digestion, sleep, stress, pain, whatever, and uh, charge it with Reiki. So. Oh. That's dope. Oh, mushrooms. Oh, business. No, no, not Reishi. <laughs> Reiki, like energy <laughs> healing. Oh, that hand stuff. Okay, so I'm really interested on that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the hand stuff is. So I've heard that that is like one of those like things from the 80s and 90s that's like a big scam because it came up from that. So, like, w- w- I mean, is there some scientific uh, like backing behind that kind of stuff? Yeah. So Reiki is actually an ancient Japanese uh, energy healing technique, and it's been around for centuries. Yeah. Uh, I also do IET, which is called integrated energy therapy. uh, And that was started in like the nineties. But the easiest way I can explain Reiki is, you know, there's radio waves all around you. Because if you turn on a radio, you can hear the different stations, right? Mm -hmm. But if you don't have a radio, you can't hear all the radio stations. And if you cut your hand, your hand is going to heal itself, but maybe you'll help with a bandaid and cleaning the wound. So energy is flowing through you like radio waves. I simply act as a conductor for more radio waves to make sure the energy flowing through you is flowing freely. And there's no dams. If you look like water flowing through, there's no dams blocking it. So I'm not healing you. You are healing you. I'm just making sure there's no blockages. Mm. Interesting. It's cool. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it twice and I loved it the one time. And I think the second time I did it, I don't know that that person didn't, I don't think they Two had different very- people are the same person two different people. And one time I had a really good experience and the next one left me feeling like creeped out and scared. Yeah. It was weird. Now, yeah, what do you happens. use to remove the blockages? I can just see them. So I'm also like, I realized I can do it intuitively, but if you just tell people, Hey, I know how to intuitively do energy healing. It doesn't really work. And plus I wanted to learn. Um, so I can just kind of see it in my mind's eye. And whether that's, you know, I go like, uh, grab it and pull it out, but it's, there's nothing physical that you can see, but like, I can see it in my mind's eye. If that makes any sense. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Cause so I was those- wondering if there was any sort of, you know, frequency involved or any sort of touch involved, or it was all just mind. Uh, for both, I can do it in person where I'm physically touching you, like, but you're fully closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then but I can do distance Reiki and distance IET. So wow. it can be done via cool. both. Does that have anything to do with the gateway process? I'm really interested in this right now from that uh, old Department of Defense document. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, the analysis and assessment of the gateway process. But is it the hologram that... thing? Is that like yeah. the remote viewing thing? Uh, it's it's all that. It's hologram. It's remote viewing. It's an older document. It came. It was public in two thousand three, but the research was going back in the I think nineteen eighty three. Because that's the one that ties in with the Montauk project, right, Ryan? Dude, there's so much to it, man. I was yeah, like, so I, I, interconnected. 
Yeah, I was going through it. Basically, the CIA and the Department of Defense verified the idea that like manifestation is real. And, um, you know, if you can relax your brain and your nervous system um, deep enough, you can literally like teleport and shit. It's, it's weird. And so I don't know if that's real or not, because if the CIA was saying something that we didn't agree with, we would push back on that big time. But since we're kind of all interested in this kind of occult knowledge, um, we, we get excited when we see something like that coming from the CIA. I don't know if this is just misdirection from them or what, because it sounds like X-Men shit. And then when you pair that up with the Princeton research that where they were doing like anomalous research on people bending spoons with their minds and shit like that, um, it's like, is this real or are they just out there kind of, you know, fucking with us? I think it's real to an extent. I think just like there's people who are naturally gifted at art. There's people who are naturally gifted at seeing auras or uh, healing or, you know, they just, they're really good in the kitchen, whatever that natural gift is. Um, But I do think that the CIA or whatever probably tried to exploit it and it didn't work the way that they wanted it to, Mm. but they made it sound better in the papers. Yeah, it's very interesting. There was one aspect in there. One of the first bullet points in this like 30 page thing that I'm actually going through. I might do an episode on it. It's been done like quite a few times, some work on that. But the idea of um, if you can relax somebody's left side of their brain, you can completely brainwash them because the left side of the brain like absorbs information and then the right side kind of like breaks it down um, and then feeds it out into the universe, I guess, if I'm understanding this right. And um, if you can put that left side of the brain to sleep, through media or through frequencies or whatever, um, you can do all kinds of really, really weird shit to people's minds. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot to that for sure. Yeah, and that a, would make sense, thing. right? I mean, if you can manipulate either side of the brain, you're gonna it's gonna cause chaos. And that's that's what they've been trying to do since what World War II, basically. Well, you they have an they have an invention that does it. It's called a television. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cell phone. Exactly. I mean, the good old black mirror. Good old, you know, that cold black screen that'd be feeling like home. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting, but yeah, it's kind of cool to to you know get to the chance to talk with somebody that went out of the mainstream medical system and is is you know figuring out more holistic shit, homeopathic shit, as you say. Yeah, what I'm can, interested in that as well. It's an interesting story. What I can say is, I've personally experienced benefits from reiki and iet but to leslie's point i've also had experiences where reiki's been done on me and i'm like i don't really like that person just like we walk up to somebody sometimes and you're like oh i don't like their vibe or they just get you get Mm -hmm. that feeling okay and it can happen when you go for a reiki and what honestly probably happened to you leslie is that person was going through some of their own shit and didn't Mm -hmm. round properly and you it rubbed off on you well, it was stuff she also said, like she said, oh, you know, I'm in touch with people on the other side. And she just told me it just felt evil to me and I couldn't shake it for a long time. Yeah. Just trust your gut, because, I mean, there's people yeah. who go in there with good intentions and then there's people who go into these things with bad intentions, just like any profession. And, you know, it, it's just trusting your gut when it comes to stuff like that. Seems to me right. seems to me like a situation like that, like it's about the vibe. And if the vibe is wrong, then it's all wrong you know what i mean right 
Well, so what about the idea of Christianity? Because I definitely lean towards Christianity. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of other people listening do too. I that it, whenever you're fucking with energies, it seems to the Christian, it seems very dark because more often than not, the devil is going to show themselves. Um, and I'm being progressive here by calling the devil them. I don't want to call him he. <laughs> so themselves, right? Being shown. It seems. It seems like, um, like I said, the devil shows itself more than God does in this realm that we're living in. It seems. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, because all you have to do is open up your door and look outside, and you can see some amazing work that the creator's done, you know, just go watch the flowers, all that shit. We don't, we, we take all that for granted. We're worried about, you know, bigger issues. I, I know what you mean, but I, I think that's part of the problem, right? Is we've lost that touch with simplicity and we're not in one with nature anymore. We're in this consumer society that's totally out of whack with the way that we should live. Mm. And I think that's, you know, the biggest problem. I, I think, if we were in touch with nature more, I think a lot more people would have more faith, you know, not necessarily religion, right? Because I don't, I don't agree with religion, but I do heavily believe in faith and, and that there is a creator and, and all that. But if we, I, I feel like if we got back closer to nature, that that would, you would see that growth automatically. Cause I think they kind of go hand in hand. And I think our society kind of goes hand in hand and and was built to separate from god to to get rid of religion and and especially christianity Hmm. well i'm i'm a christian and maybe because of that experience with the reiki and then i went to a medium this was before i became christian and that left me with some kind of creeped out evil vibes and it took me a long time and I kind of get that feeling sometimes. So I, you know, it seems like you have great intentions, like you said, and you could you probably help a lot of people, but the experiences I had besides that one Reiki, it, it did kind of freak me out and I don't know. So, so what kind of I, things do you do to ground L like prior to doing working with someone? So it's more of, for me, it's getting in touch with nature because I was raised Catholic. I was a Lutheran Sunday school teacher. So I understand where both you guys were coming from. Um, And I used to think, you know, energy healing or whatever, either A, didn't work or B, had to involve demons of some sort. So I won't go anywhere near Ouija board because that just is really stupid. But to ground, it's more about connecting with the earth. And so getting back to Matt's point about just connecting with nature. So Everyone's had that feeling where they walk in the sand or in the ocean or in the forest or their grass in their backyard and you feel calmer. And they've actually been scientific studies that show the electrons moving between you and the ground and you literally grounding for lack of a better term. Um, And that's not any religion based, that's science based. Um, And so for me, when I go to ground, I can't, if I'm in a building working on somebody I can't be barefoot in the sand but I imagine roots coming from my feet and going into the earth and connecting with the earth and putting a protective bubble around me because when people go for a reiki or anything even a massage you're going because you have a problem I don't want to get that ick and I also if I have any ick on me I don't want to give it to them and so that white light that christ light 
you know, putting a bubble around you, whether it's light or a fire of sorts. Um, I start every session asking for the highest good and the purest of intentions because I don't want to play in the dark. I don't even want to play in the gray. Like, don't want anything to do with that. Um, And whether you call it God, source, higher power, creator, Gaia, mother nature, insert name here, to me, they're all the same. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I noticed it lately a lot too. What we consume greatly affects us, whether it's visually or orally, you know, between the food we take, whatever we're drinking and what we watch on the TV, because I've noticed, or, or even music, when I put on certain music or put on a certain show that has, you know, kind of darker themes, I get that darker feeling in me. And I've noticed lately, you know, in the last two years, I can't watch horror movies or even, you know, some of my favorite old, you know, blood and gore, you know, shoot them up movies. I can't watch them anymore. It just like, I get to a point where I, I can't take anymore and I just have to shut it off. I don't know if any of you are that way, but it's one thing that I've definitely noticed lately is, is the energies affect me a lot more than they ever have before. Yeah. You need balance. I think is what it is. I always tell myself that too much of anything is never good. doesn't matter what it is. And you always got to find a way back to center. However, you know, whatever method we, we use to get there, uh, you need that equilibrium. You need that balance and doesn't matter what term you use or what you call it. In my opinion, uh, you know, whatever works for you, whatever gets you through the day, you know? Yeah. And it's different for everybody. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't know about any of you, but I I can't listen to certain music anymore. Like a lot of, a lot of the heavy metal I used to like, you know, that I used to work out to, I can't listen to it anymore. Any of the like hardcore rap, you know, nineties rap that I used to listen to. I just can't, it doesn't vibe with me anymore. I don't get the feeling I get, I used to get now. It's like, Oh wow. This is dirty. (laughs) Tell me you still like like Tom Petty and journey and things like that, please. (laughs) Oh, of course. Okay. (laughs) Classic rock. I can't get rid of that. Yeah. And like Southern rock too. Yeah. Oh, you give me some Skinnerd. I'm I'm in all day. I get your point though. It's about the energy (laughs) you're putting out there. Like what kind you know what I mean? Like what kind of energy are you putting into the world? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's why, and I've brought this up. I I talked with um, uh, ghost and them when, when he did his show on Friday, you know, the, the Cathars, they have some wild beliefs, dude. And I think that that's such an interesting idea that, um, you know, everything that, that is on this earth is created by the devil. And, and the, the Catholics exterminated these people, by the way. And so that's why I find their belief system kind of interesting. Um, the ritual of, of baptizing um, or baptism, I guess. You know, all this stuff is, is evil because you're taking shit that the devil made, right? They believe in dualism. So, like, God created the spiritual realm. And if we're light beings, like <laughs> a lot of people like to say, we're not even supposed to be here on this earth. And that's why they, they also believe sex is bad. Um, you know, whether you're married or not. And, and if you're impregnating somebody, you're bringing someone out of that spiritual realm into the physical realm. So again, I, I don't know if I believe in it or not. I just find it really interesting. If the devil is literally showing himself in all these things that we think are beautiful, like a sunset or sunrise or, you know, a pretty beach or any of this shit. I, I don't know how much validity I put into it, but it, it's just another way to think about it. And then does that mean that dying 
is actually a good thing. You know, who knows? It almost seems like that's the the Satan view, right? The satanic view. Mm-hmm. Because that's all Satan is, is the adversary, the opposite, the antithesis, right? So you have everybody thinks, oh, God, this is God's creation. Well, they just believe the opposite. They believe this is the devil's creation. And I can, I can see that belief system because, every, you know, everything in this realm seems to boil down to duality. It's like yin yeah. and yang. It's yes and no. It's blue and red. Everything has to be polar almost, it seems, in this realm. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they, they believe in, in Jesus. They're Gnostic Christians. Yep. Um, so they, they feel that Jesus came here to tell us all this stuff. But his words have been bastardized. You know what I mean? So, and again, I'm not like trying to act like some disciple of the Cathars, but it's just, it seems like something very interesting. Anytime the Catholic Church hates a group, I'm very interested in what that group thinks. Well, and what was interesting about the the Cathars is that the the Nazis drew a lot from them. But at the same time, the Nazis were in bed with the Vatican also. So it's like it was that was a giant contradiction that I found, you know, when I started looking up World War Two is is that, you know, then, yeah, they they were into what the Cathars were spitting out. But at the same time, they were in bed with the with the Catholics. Dude, I really think that the global elite wanted the Nazis to win, man. I always think that. I think that something <laughs> went wrong in their plan, and and the Nazis lost. Did they? That's what I'm yeah, wondering. Right. Maybe they won. You, you know, you know what this reminds <laughs> me of. Actually, this 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 conversation. I was just reading a Manly P. Hall quote. I keep talking about Manly P. Hall. Um, I was just reading this quote, and I was getting ready to put it into a show. And what you were just talking about, Ryan. Uh, makes me think of it. Let me read this to you real quick. Uh, It's interesting, the point of view he's trying to get across. The occultist and the philosopher are entirely willing to accept the mystical truths of Christianity, for they are part of all truth, all revelation, and all mysteries. What the mystic seeks to escape is not true Christianity, but the contendings of unnumbered jarring sects, S-E-C-T-S, sex that have theologized Jesus out of existence and put in his place a figure of their own conception. Yeah, I like that. that a lot. I like that. That's Hollywood yeah. in a nutshell. So then yeah, I mean it's Andrew, are the fundamentalist Christians right then? Are the ones who don't bastardize anything and they take the gospel <laughs> verbatim, are they then the ones who are correct? Or is the Bible then bastardized and so then no one is correct? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't with, have an, I don't have an answer to that. That's a fantastic question, though. Yeah, I just find it interesting. The I can see it from both sides. I grew up in the church. My mom was my Sunday school teacher. I was confirmed, baptized, the whole deal. And um, I, I don't go to church as much as I used to. Um, and it's not because I don't believe in God or a higher power or anything like that. But um, I think my perspective is just. Uh, I, I, I seek to accept all possible offerings of the story or their story or, you know what I mean? Like I try to be open-minded and, and learn from all um, proposed paths. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I guess that's agnostic. I don't know if there's any way to prove such a thing, but I know that if you believe and if it works for you, then, Hey, this country was founded on religious freedom and self-government, and I believe in America. <laughs> I believe in the Constitution. I know that. So, so we're told it's founded on that shit. It doesn't seem like allegedly. It exactly. <laughs> That's my whole point. Like, 
soon as you learn <laughs> one thing, you you know, the next day someone will give you some new information. You're like, whoa, what? <laughs> and then you got to reevaluate. It's part of life. But the fact that you can reevaluate so tell me, tells me that you're an intelligent person and you don't just automatically okay. assume that you're wrong or they're wrong. Oh, I seek to be wrong. Like I want, I like, like that. because that's just going to send my brain down yet another rabbit hole. And that's just kind of person I am. Yeah. I, I you know, I exercise intellectual honesty. Like I, I want to know, I, you know, I'm a true truth seeker, really. You know what I mean? And I how, whatever, a, whatever that means is what that means to me. I think that's being a good critical thinker. I mean, we like to think that, you know, we really think things through and, and look at all sides. So anytime something comes out, I never, you know, hook, line and sinker, believe it. I just think, okay, well, this is a possibility. If it resonates with me, I'll research. But like you said, the next day I could, you know, I just try to keep an open mind with all this yep, stuff I we're said, learning. I said in a previous show, I said, uh, I, I, I strive to not be so sure of myself anymore. As soon as I get to on one thing, you know, the, you know, you got to pause and reassess. I think there's a Mark Twain quote somewhere in there, but you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I, exactly. I, I'm trying not to be as sure of myself, no matter how confident I am, no matter how much I've researched it. And I think I know about it. I still like to keep that percentage of, you know, folly We're you know, we're fallible creatures. We're going to well, it's humility, it's, right? It's, it's yeah. being able to humility. admit that yeah. I'm wrong. Right. And that's the biggest problem. The world today. needs more humility. Yeah. Nobody won't, nobody will ever admit that they're wrong or that they could have 100%. misunderstood something. Right. And, and, and are able to change. It's almost like we see change now as weakness. Right. And if someone's opinion changes, well, now they're a shill or whatever term you want to throw out there. And it's like, no, that's part of learning and growth is yeah. being able to consume and adapt, you know, and, yep. and based on your, your best knowledge, go in that path. And a lot of people don't do that. Too many people are based on, you know, they're not going with their gut. They're going with, you know, what clenches the need, that immediate need, that physical need. And and it's gotten us where we are today. So how do you, how do we feel about politicians doing that? Because, you know, Joe Biden is throwing around the N word left and right in the sixties and, or no, really in the seventies and eighties, right? Yeah. 80s. yeah. Robert Byrd's buddy. Oh yeah. 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 Sorry. I thought it was the sixties cause it was like a little OB. more normal to talk like that back then, but you know, OGs, in the eighties, excuse me. The, yeah. In the eighties. And then, you know, and then like Hillary Clinton, you know, uh, all this racial, racially charged you know bills and things that they're putting into to effect and then they do a 180 pivot and they're like the champion of the black people now well that's what's hilarious remember clinton and gore they had a pin that was the confederate flag and it said vote for gore clinton gore and whatever it was 92 or whatever they were running for oh in arkansas yeah oh no they're running for the presidency oh boy okay yeah when clinton yeah when clinton was running against wasn't that one wasn't that when Gore first came out with his climate uh, concern movie video? No, that was after he <laughs> lost to to Junior Bush. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember right. they, Is that they, when he said he invented the internet? Oh, you right. took the words out of my mouth. I was like, "Is yeah. this before or after he invented the internet?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, this is after that whole hanging Chad. The hanging Chad. Yep. <laughs> and what they did is they just paid him off and said, "Okay, we'll give you billions of dollars. Just claim climate change." All right. Tell us the icebergs are melting and shit like that. And 
just make stuff up and, and we'll make you the, the czar of climate change and just give W, you know, Jr. the, the uh, presidency for the next eight years. Huh. And they kind of gave that to John Kerry after that. Isn't he the new kind of guy that does that? He took the of? second, yeah, allegedly. The second yeah. yeah. With all that. And then they pulled the same thing. They did the swift boat stuff Bones, on man. him. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable, man. It's just, it's been a game. And, and the more you look into it, we realize that the presidents aren't elected, they're selected. And, and when you realize, you know, the best one is to look at, you know, Bush and Clinton, because they were, they were supposed to be the biggest of enemies, yet they were funneling coke together through Arkansas, <laughs> like it was nobody's business. You know, well, so. dude, he was. When was Bush? I'll I'll confirm when Bush was the uh, the head of the CIA. But wasn't it when HW? Yeah, HW wasn't it during the seventies? It was early. Yeah, yeah. It was during it was uh, before the eighties, before Iran Contra. I thought it was and Nixon, it right into- after Nixon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's in the between the seventies and eighties. I'm going to his Wikipedia but, here. But it's well known that H.W. It's well known that H.W. Bush and Clinton are like tight friends. Like uh, there are people that say that George W. was envious of how much H.W. loved Clinton over his own son. <laughs> so, yeah, 1976 to 1977, uh, January 30th. Uh, yeah, so from January to January, from 76 to 77, under Ford. Oh, it's Ford. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because there was a lot of stuff going on with um, the BCCI bank. And then once the BCCI bank fell, he was actually president. So that's a, it's a weird dude. The Bush family is some of the most underrated criminals of all time. Oh, dude. They're deep, 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 deep. Yeah. They go way back like the Kennedys. Yeah, I, I think that, dude, honestly, I think the Bushes take the cake as far as like, well, and actually the Pelosi's are pretty fucking crazy, too, man. I'm, I'm you know, we're <laughs> looking into them and there's some insane stuff. I mean, there's fake dead brothers that Pelosi has. There's a lot. I find of it hard stuff. to believe anybody can beat the Clintons, though. That body count that- is untouchable, man. That thing is unbelievable. Nobody has that many friends that kill themselves or acquaintances. <laughs> no one. Well, if we're if we're going to get into the bushes, I mean, they were friends with the Bin Ladens. So, I mean, like there's quite a few people that killed themselves in Bin Laden's circle. So I don't know, man. This is just the stuff that we're uh, that we're told about the Clintons. There's some like weird WWE. connections with them, too. I, lo- I love the WWE analogy. It's like on screen, we're bitter enemies. But, you know, as soon as the camera the cameras go off, we're at the uh, club getting wasted together. Best of friends. They're all making oh. millions off our tax dollars. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They just vote for again, like you said, for WWE show. In reality, they're just loading it's their theater. pockets. It's all theater. It's Anything all you theater. see on the screen. So when do taxes 100%. stop getting paid? That's my question. Hey, you know, Moral Bob keeps saying that, you know, he keeps calling people tax slaves and he says, You guys still haven't figured out you don't have to pay taxes yet. What's your problem? I'm like, dude. Teach me. Do tell. I try to I try to, <laughs> I try to float it out really subliminally, you know, that that I, I, I echo the same things. I try to, you know, I yeah. don't I don't ever come out and say it the same way. But man, dude, masterclass charge money. Let's go. I, I, I <laughs> all have, it is is just stop doing it. Well, yeah, yeah but I, I have close, such yeah. little faith in the American people because I go out. I went outside tonight 
Mind you, it's 90 degrees and probably about 75% humidity out there. And there's a guy walking his dog with a mask on. So like, I mean, (laughs) if we, if there's that, they've brainwashed people to a point where us trying to, you know, not pay taxes, that's going to take a monumental effort because we need, we need a vast majority to make that work because otherwise they just round you up and, and, and think about the penalties for tax evasion. That's stiffer in many cases for violent crimes. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. But isn't there like this group of people and my husband's told me about a couple of times where like they basically band together. They pay this lawyer that if one of them gets thrown in jail for not paying the taxes to the IRS, the lawyer then goes and bails them out, but they never pay taxes. They somehow get away with paying no income tax and things like that. But they like they never pay taxes on anything. And I don't quite know how it works. All I know is there's some lawyer there's like a group of them or like 10 or I don't know. And there's a lawyer that want, every time one of them gets thrown in jail, this pot that they pay into then pays a lawyer, bails them out. The lawyer goes hmm. and says, no, they don't have to pay taxes because X, Y, and Z. And then the person's free. And so they don't pay taxes. That's not it's the same nice. as be- becoming a sovereign individual. Because a girlfriend of mine was doing that. She took all these classes. I guess it takes a long time. And you, I don't really understand it, but you become a sovereign individual and you're I not. Don't, I, I don't. Think so. Yeah, it's like common law or something like that. Yeah. You just get out of the system. Yep. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard ways. Yeah. But yeah. And you lose all taxes, the privileges though. of the state, though. That's it's, what I wondered. Yeah. Like, is she not going to get, the you know, and, yeah, she's not going to get, um, I don't know, Medicare or whatever. Probably exactly. not. Exactly. Like, that, but who, like wants, those... who wants that anyway? But yeah. Well, like, theoretically, <laughs> yeah. like, should China invade the US, the military wouldn't have to protect her type deal. Like, Yes. Yeah. And so it's things like that. So, and like, if you're driving, you don't have to have a license. Your car doesn't have to be registered. She said that. Yeah. Yeah. She told me that all all this stuff. I have our friend, uh, the Mad Hatter, Jeff is, uh, he, he's knows a lot about that and he's actually been working Hmm. on it himself. It is a growing community. There's a lot of people that are looking into getting that off the grid it's interesting to the problem is because our government's doing time. so well so why are, why are so many people doing that <laughs> yeah you know? i wonder what, what's driving people to make these decisions yeah. god it's so puzzling how do you get out of paying sales tax like if you go to the grocery store like okay grocery store ta- food isn't taxed but like clothes let's say you go buy a shirt how do you get out of paying sales tax then you don't stores. shop at stores right okay I mean, that's what okay. i'm saying those that's yeah. where you lose the benefit okay be a part of the state but like income tax and things like that you would be exempt from because you're not part of it but then again like you wouldn't get your uh wonderful stimulus check that we all got fat and rich off of so and then we got taxed on it yeah (laughs) Yeah, right (laughs) oh it's it's unbelievable the best part was is that the government gave us i got i got divorced in 2020 and the government sent my ex a check that was supposed to be for both of us for um I guess for child, it was like a child stimulus. Child tax credit. Yep. Yeah. Tax credit. And so I never got, she kept the whole thing. And then when it came time to do taxes, I got banged because I was supposed to receive it, but never got half of it. So I had to pay the taxes on top of it. So it's like, oh man, I didn't even get the money and I don't, I had to pay taxes on it. So it cost me. She screwed you over. Yeah. Even the taxes have taxes in this country these days. (laughs) Well, you die and you have to pay tax. How crazy yeah. is that? Bananas. It makes no a sense. Little death tax. Yeah, dude. 
it, it is wild. And, and I know that this is, you know, preaching to the choir and everyone knows this. But if you so like, let's say, you know, you're you're getting taxed, Matt, like in a hypothetical situation, you're getting taxed from your day job, right? Like your everyday job, wherever that may be, you're getting taxed weekly or biweekly, right? You're paying that. Now, you, let's say you have a side business, like let's say a podcast and you sell some shirts and you make some money off of those shirts. I, who's also getting taxed, buys one of your shirts, and then you have to pay tax off of that sale later. You have to claim that income. So you're getting taxed already, I think, what is that, five times right there? Mm-hmm. And then if you're making money from, like, let's say you're getting paid uh, you know, for doing the anchor ad reads or whatever the fuck, if you're not like accounting for all this stuff, I mean, you're taxed like on, from an income tax perspective, you're getting taxed like seven or eight times if you just have a side hustle, yep. it's, it's insane. If you really break it down there's and, and where, where does that go, man? It's, it's really frustrating, dude. It's and, something and, that gets me heated. And that's why people do their side hustle. It's always cash, right? If yep. you, you can, and that's what I used to do. I used to do uh, baseball training when I was down in Connecticut and I made sure anytime I did anything privately, it was all cash. I didn't want any checks. I didn't want any, you know, Venmo, none, PayPal, none of that shit. And Uncle Sam can't touch cash. And that's part of the reason why they're going so hard at cash, right? They don't want to be able to have those transactions that they don't know about. They want to be able to know every transaction. Track everything. Yeah. I mean, it's already funny money. So it's 100% about control at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they can just, they've already told us, they can just print more at any time. So it's not about the money itself. They'll just rip off another, you know, couple trillion dollars in, in, physical bills so it's not about that it's about like you said andrew where's it going who's got it and who's it going to and why isn't it coming to us the mm-hmm. government? yeah i just mm-hmm. did a show with a old friend of mine and uh he actually brought up how interesting it is that um you know just the 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 megalith <laughs> that the that the big government you know, taxation, IRS, all that stuff has become, even in our lifetime is, I mean, impressive. It's impressive how much tax there is on everything everywhere. Well, it's a, that's the thing. There's got to be a limit on how much this can get taxed. Cause like if, the, if you're watching that dollar that gets printed from the fed and then it goes to like, you know, uh, some big bank to be borrowed, some they in- print it to borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure, notes, but like just the right? idea of following like a dollar bill and seeing how many times that thing gets taxed, it's gotta add up to like being ninety eight percent of that fucking dollar. Hundred percent. Yep. So it's just weird, you know. I don't know. I'm sure that there's some reason nice that they'll tell us that this makes sense, but I don't know. It's sad, man. It sucks. Babylonian money magic. Yeah, because on on the top, I just checked on the top of the bill. It just says Federal Reserve note. Whereas the old currency, I believe, Usury. said, uh, uh, what was old it? Standard or something, right? Yeah, something like Gold that. Where or... you, it was actually backed. These things, like you said, Andrew, it's just monopoly money. Well, when, yeah. when bills came out, it was like each bank would have their own note. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, if, if we're living in today's time, like Wells Fargo would have its own paper. It was like a checkbook. Uh, essentially, it seems, yeah. it seems similar, right? Yeah. And then you go on uh, once the the U.S. dollar was agreed upon to be the the reserve currency, then it was all just printed out of thin air. It was fiat. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's it's very, very weird. 
Oh, man. All right. I got something here, Ryan. This is just for you because this is right up your alley, my friends. And we are going to share. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you right. posted this on Instagram. Yes. So we have <laughs> the strangest food from every state. Now, I don't know about you guys. I've never heard about 50% of this list, but there's some crazy things on here that I wanted to hear if you guys, I mean, some of the stuff, I mean, even up here, I'm looking in, I'm in Massachusetts, a chow mein sandwich is ours. I didn't even know we had that many chow mein in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the geo duck sounds like a Pokemon, right? The one from Washington. Oh, you know what that is? It's a gooey duck. It looks like a giant cock. Okay, <laughs> it's this. It's this. I bet uh, you like in that. Yeah. Oh, I, I watched uh, Micro did a dirty jobs on it. They are the creepy. They look like giant cocks and they spit. They spit out this liquid. They live in the water. It's the, the if anybody has it, G.E.O. duck, gooey duck. Look it up. Hmm. Is that sugar on snow? Is that Vermont or New Hampshire? Sugar on uh, snow. That's Vermont. Vermont. Yeah. Those what is Joe's in Jersey? Jersey in the sled. What is Joe's Arizona? Scorpion and lollipops, dog. Oh, <laughs> we have those all day. Hey, what is, a, what is a walking taco? So a walking taco is just like a bag of Doritos or Fritos, and you just Fritos. then put the taco mixings on top, and you can oh. walk with it. Oh, yeah. okay, taco in a bag. All right, yeah, yeah. Okay. A Frito pie. I, I sent one of those uh, scorpion lollipops to my nephews, and I thought they'd like it. My little nephew started crying when he oh. got it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah, as I know, kids, I mean, they had, what was it, lollipops with the tequila worm in it? Mm-hmm. That they oh, right. it like Spencer oh, gifts and stuff. And you'd those. Oh, it was nasty. I think it was prepped for 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my dad has a really funny story of eating the tequila worm one time. And he said that like he was just so fucked up from, <laughs> from doing that. The story, he tells it so funny. But yeah, no. He was uh, drunk and tripping. <laughs> I mean, it, it takes in all the toxins, so it's a pretty, pretty tough little deal, I guess. Oh. Have, oh, have yeah. any of you guys ever had biscuits with chocolate gravy? That's an Alabama thing. I, I'm missing out on. Yeah, those cousin fuckers would like that. Shit. That's <laughs> weird, oh, wow. I love chocolate. I like chocolate in anything, so I probably would like that. Yeah, I'm just thinking about that. I, can... I, I just don't know what chocolate gravy is. I wonder if it's just like <laughs> chocolate syrup or. I can Melted I can speak chocolate. on the pickle dog f- for Minnesota. The pickle dog is delicious. It's a Minnesota What's a pickle dog? Oh, it's a pickle. It's literally a hot dog on a stick in a bun with like cream cheese and whatever you want to put on top. But it's literally, literally a pickle on a stick in a bun. They how about a there. hot? How about a hot beef sundae from the trash bags in Nebraska or wherever that is? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds disgusting. Or the garbage plate from New York. Garbage plate could be a lot of fun things. That could be just like a um Is it like a buffet. Like a, yeah, a bunch of food just thrown onto a plate. Maybe you get some chips. My dad used to call those scrapings. Like when you eat tacos and like you're eating the tacos <laughs> and all the shit falls out at the end, you just scoop all that stuff out with chips. See, that was my favorite part of the taco was the after what was left on the plate. The afterbirth. Yeah, yeah. it's good. But or some possum pie. Possum pie. I doubt that's possum. What's uh, promo cheese? What is it? 
Provol cheese right above possum pie. Provol cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that? Hmm. That's Wisconsin, right? No, that's not Missouri. Wisconsin. Oh, Missouri. Yeah, my bad. Wisconsin's what's what's Pennsylvania? I grew up in Pennsylvania and I can't read it. Scrapple. Scrapple. Oh my gosh, what is that? I remember Scrapple's like uh it's a little gooey beef, right? Or a little uh, pork or something. Yeah, I think it's um something like that. I'm gonna look it up. Rocky Mountain oysters, uh balls. some sort. Yeah, yeah. testicles. Yeah. That's where I've heard that Nuts. before. Okay. And then you got uh <laughs> some fried squirrel in West Virginia. I live there. Gator oh, tail shit. down in Florida. <laughs> Gotta get that gator tail. <laughs> and then you get Nutria. You can eat rodent in Louisiana. What is that? South Carolina chitterlings? Yes. Oh, I've heard of those. I don't know what it is. Chitterlings? Yeah. So chitlins is a name for kids in the South, but that's not what that says. Oh. Hopefully not. Yeah. That's Washington, D.C.'s I mean, fucking trademark food. I bet. Where is it? Yeah. What is oh, a cotton you know candy burrito? Well, there's some sleepers over there in, in your area of the woods. There oh. we got the Sloppy Joe, um, a, a, a cafeteria favorite of mine as a kid. <laughs> that looks like that's uh, and guess guess who state that guess where that is? That's Delaware. Oh boy! Oh dear! <laughs> Hello, I'm in Delaware. How about a nice cotton candy burrito out there in Sin City? Yeah. Sounds so weird. The uh, oh California goodness. sushi Rita was inevitable since all the employees at sushi restaurants are of Mexican descent. Hey, that's not a bad thing. You know, there's some, that's it probably inevitable. Good. Oh, it's so good. The food is so good out in California. It's ridiculous. Can uh, anyone pronounce Alaska or Hawaii? Akut. That sounds like a, a fucking member of Hitler's cabinet. I'll look I don't know what up. that is. I don't know what those are. I couldn't even take a guess. Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. Oh, it's Alaskan ice cream. Oh. Okay. That's not weird. Okay. About ice cream weird. potato. Or jello you know, salad. That it is... ain't like it's going to melt. I've had you know? jello salad. Well, not. it's not that great, but it's just yeah. where they put the fruit in it. Fruit in it, right? And you put yeah, and sometimes marshmallows. Yeah. yeah. All Dear right. Pacific Northwesterners, what the hell is geoduck? We just talked about that. Is there what talking about? Oh, that, oh. that's the cock. Right. Okay, okay. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that's a spin <laughs> penis up in Washington. Oh, yeah, it looks gnarly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it comes out of a shell and it like flops around. It looks like an alien. Yeah. Hmm. You want to share it, Rye? Sure, I can just do that. I, I was looking on my phone. Yeah, uh, Pacific Geoduck. Um, yeah, man, I, I enjoy talking about this stuff. I've been doing it on that little like sideshow that I'm doing, um, interviewing different podcasters and stuff. Um, it makes a lot of sense why Davey has Crohn's disease. If you've heard of his diet, <laughs> you think, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, <Holy> poor <shit>. guy. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> zoodle sandwich. <laughs> Zoodles. Oh boy. Okay. Zoodles, so, yeah. That was interesting. That was interesting to learn about Zoodles. Uh, that's definitely north of the border. Okay, so yeah, it's like basically, you know, you uh can you guys see this? Mm-hmm. That is a gooey duck. Oh. Oh wow. And who that? sees that and thinks, let me eat that thing? Yeah. No. Like and who was the first person to try that? Yeah. Uh, Probably a gay man. <laughs> Probably. And he Let's ate see it. See if I can eat it all. What in the <laughs> alien shit not of this world is that? 
Wow. Yeah, look at that. Ew. You got a little sack. It's disgusting, Ew. man. And it's spit. It looks like a dick with You can find a video of it spitting. It looks just house. like a cock. Huge balls. Wow. That's what it looks like. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I am hungry. Does it That's swim it. underwater? <laughs> like. Yeah, I think it's a sea creature. Yeah, it's they live in water. Oh, uh, so might like it. They put chocolate. A little bit of chocolate might be good. It's like a oysters. That's eating the shack. An eel. <laughs> Gooey duck. That's a that's a little Asian one. Oh, that's Chris Hart. Ew. Yeah, no, I should have gone weird, my man. whole life never seeing these pictures. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I watched Dirty Jobs and I got sucked in. You, you learn something new every day. Every day. God, dude. No, yeah. I wonder what um what is that animal, the orto ortolin or what the the one where you have to eat in France, you drown it in amaretto and then you you eat it under a cloth. Have you heard of this? And you're supposed to have like a hallucinogenic experience eating it. It's way too fancy for me, man. Yeah, I, I don't, don't, come heard that. I don't heard need it. I'll find it. Thing. Yeah, sounds interesting. Uh, so you have to eat it under food. a napkin? Like it can't yeah, why do you have so to the, hide it? So God can't see the sin. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? That's what they say, dude. I oh, mean, I thought you were joking. I... <laughs> I know oh. some weird. I know some weird food things. Um, French delicacy. Bird. Oh, I think it's like see. an ortolan. Yeah, an ortolan. Hmm. That's what it is. And it's a it's a weird little thing here. I'll share it with you. <laughs> um, since we're going down the food route, uh, this is my specialty. So yeah, the ortolan is served <laughs> in French cuisine, typically cooked and eaten whole. Traditionally, din- diners cover their heads with their napkin or towel <laughs> while eating the delicacy. The bird is so widely wow. used that its uh, French populations dropped dangerously low, leading to laws restricting its use in 1999. Look how small that thing is. Wait, they drown the poor bird. bird in alcohol and eat it? Yeah, you drown the bird live in alcohol. Uh, oh, that's horrible. They're cute. Why? It looks fried. I don't like that. <laughs> oh. yeah, that look- yeah, you drown it in amaretto. That's so sad. It's such that's a cute a little goose. bird. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting though. I'm trying to find. I'll try and find an image of somebody eating one. It does say this: diners cover their heads while eating it. Uh, Weird. Like, do you eat the bones too? Like, I have so many questions right now. Yeah, yeah. Daily, you eat the bones. You eat everything. Your daily oh. cuisine brought to you by the World Economic Forum. Oh. Look, here we go. Doesn't this look like some kind of ritual? Oh my! This is some cult shit here. Uh, right? Come wow. on. It's like a shame ritual. If you, yeah, if you have to cover your head while eating something, you should be ashamed that you're doing it. Exactly, this is shame ritual. Yeah, it, it says is. Like, the, con- yeah. the consumer then places the bird's feet first in their mouth while holding onto the bird's head, and then you is eat that it what whole. it says? Yeah, there's like a it's bunch roasted of for eight there. minutes and then plucked, and then you take the feet first. Well, Disgusting. so imagine, imagine you get like some rich girlfriend or boyfriend. Right. And then you go, they're, they're taking you over to meet their parents and their family. And you walk in in the middle of them doing this. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh boy. Time to break up. They've got millions of dollars in the bank and a nice house. And they're about to buy you a house. And you walk in and they're doing this. No context. Hey, You're like, that right the there, Ryan, is the ultimate 80s setup. You got a beautiful dining room and then a little shitty TV in the corner. Yeah, but it's in the dining room. That's yeah, a sweet bar so set weird. on the counter in the back too. Yeah, is this that is a legit. Bar set? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they got a nice bar set up, and then they throw that little TV in the corner, like it's the dining room. It's not the living room. That's eighty. Grandma, too. 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, dude, look. Is, is that, that was Gates? Gates? Yeah. Wow. Oh, Gil, Gil Bates. Wait, what's that red thing in the back? The, the, the drink? I think it's just fruit punch or something else. Adrenochrome blood. Adrenochrome. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hot That's... line right there. Put in the IV. Let's get young. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Yeah, there's wow, an that, is, that looks like a religious eating experience of sorts. Yeah. Well, then it says you, know, you spit the bones out afterwards, the larger ones. That's what it says. What creepy. if you want to yeah, eat them? I can't imagine those bones are too big. I mean, they just probably crunch like nothing. Ugh. It's like eating a grasshopper. I'm, I don't know. Okay, I can't even eat a chicken wing because the thought of like touching a bone freaks me out. So the thought of eating a whole bird, I'm really, really disturbed right now. Yeah. Really? It's like those, what are they? Is it Korea or or China where they eat the duck egg where the duck's alive inside? Oh, right. Oh, I don't know. Dude, in China, they do some weird things with eggs, man. Have you heard of like the puppies too? Yeah. What? The puppies in China. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, they I, eat I'm, a lot of shit in China, boy. I'm not up for the Tell Chinese cuisine. They do the uh the virgin boy eggs. Have you heard of this? I don't know if I want to. Virgin <laughs> probably don't, but I'm Are gonna they, tell you. The sell it. <laughs> no, they take they take like chicken eggs and they soak them in uh 10 year old boy pee for a long time and then they eat these eggs. It's a Come it's a on. legitimate I swear to God, woman. What's up? Ryan, do you bring these stories to the table because you know it disgusts <laughs> to his core? No, I'm fascinated by weird food things. I think that there's um there's something to all of these weird foods. Um for whatever reason, like why who who's the psychopath that thought of frying a bird, drowning it in amaretto and frying it and all that stuff? And then also, you know, in a completely different culture, French versus Chinese, who thought of you know, soaking eggs in boy piss for a long time. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, just look at French cuisine. Like pate is like duck liver mousse. Like who thought of, <laughs> you know, wow, duck liver mousse. You know, or who's the delicious. first person that ate caviar, right? Who was sitting there sucking yeah. on a surgeon's cock, just saying, give me those <laughs> eggs, you know. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine that. Well, so check oh, this man. out. I've got a I've got a nice one to share here. Um, this is the that. boy egg thing. So uh, yeah, virgin- I'm with L. <laughs> well, of course, of course. Virgin boy egg. Yeah. So it's um disgusting. It's a traditional dish. Uh, China oh, it's boiled. Dong yang. Eggs are boiled in the urine of young boys who are presumably peasants, preferably under the age of ten. Um, <laughs> and this translates literally to boy egg. But uh, why so, so specific? What in the occult ritual? They said it was prepubescent. So we're some apparently something about prepubescent boy pee. I don't even know right now. Sounds very adrenochromy, right? Oh boy! Like why? So the children. Why why not use your own piss? The world. Well, they crack the egg so it soaks in. Hold on, the urine is sourced locally by each vendor. So they have urine vendors. So they go around to elementary schools and source the people. <laughs> so <laughs> then kids they kids piss for They just piss in troughs and go around and collect it. I don't know, man. And that's Dude, the I'm I mean... starving right now. I am so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> they said it was a tradition that's been passed down and it's supposed to promote better blood circulation and reinvigorate the body. 
The teacher is being accustomed to tradition as well. Offer a mind, boys, not to urinate in the basin if any of them have a fever or feel feel ill. Wow. I mean, (laughs) this whole infatuation with young children is disgusting. Yeah. Using them to prolong elders' lives. There's something real twisted about that. Speaking of food, uh, you guys mind uh, if I share a little thing I had about uh, the 2030 uh, global agenda? Sure. Yes, yeah, please do. Wait, is that's... this where green eggs and hams come from? Look at that egg. <laughs> I don't know, but that's one of the eggs. Oh, weird. I really hope that's not where that comes from. Yeah. Oh, interesting. No, I found this <laughs> yeah, interesting. I just saw I just saw Epoch Times put this out. The United Nations 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development informs government policies to restrict farming and transform the food systems in different parts of the world, said Alex Newman, an award-winning international journalist. Uh, The 2030 Agenda is a plan of action devised by the United Nations to achieve 17 sustainable development goals uh, and the goals... The goals and the 2030 agenda for sustainable development are adopted by the UN member states as of 2015. The then Secretary General of the UN, Ban Ki-moon, called the agenda the Global Declaration of Interdependence. Newman said in a recent interview on Epoch Times, in my opinion, it was a direct swipe at our Declaration of Independence. So instead of being independent nations, we will all now become interdependent. The agenda Mm. covers every element of human life, every element of the economy, including global wealth redistribution, not only within the nations, but also among the nations, commented Newman. The agenda specifically says that we need to change the way that we consume and produce goods. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, Matt, you pulled this up, too, as he's breaking that down. Uh, I was actually looking into this. Um, because I'm expanding more on that Lucius Trust shit because there's also a temple of understanding that comes out of the whole UN and like the whole spiritual push that they're doing. And they go over these 17 goals and all of these goals that you see here are impossible. I mean, every single, no poverty. No, I mean, dude, Elon Musk could end poverty within a a couple of, of, of months. You know what I mean? (laughs) um the the richest people in the world could end poverty in a week if they wanted to immediately yep the the food problems that you see too where's the oh number six the clean water and sanitation that could be taken care of literally within weeks for the entire world but no let's uh let's fucking push electronic vehicles and shit let's build million dollar you know bombs yeah so we're supposed to be the ones that that you know, perpetuate this 17 step plan, they're not going to do any of it. Yeah. And what's amazing, Ryan, is we don't, we don't really need to do any of these 17 steps. We need them to participate, to allow us to be able to, to take any action whatsoever, right? If they contributed and stopped raping and taking, like we talked about taxes before, stop taking all of our tax money and allowed us to do this, we could put forward to this effort, but we're, we're so handcuffed by taxes and everything else. We can't, do any of this on our own and and they know that so they say okay this is what we're going to do and they end up perverting it and doing the opposite there's a a great site i don't know if you saw this on there matt but it's called i think the cabal times 
And it's it, there was a such a good point from this article that I was reading on that. And it was that all of those problems wouldn't be real if there wasn't a, a serious political elite problem. If well, that's like politics, racism, right? Racism is created by politicians. The whole concept of it. it's, it's perpetuated. Sure. It's sure. really it's it's really economic, right? The real the real warfare right now is is <laughs> economic. It's class status. It's not racial status because there's yeah. a there are a lot of minorities that are in the upper echelon of the wealth bracket. They're not facing any racism or any of this shit. That's- well, so who was Andrew Jackson or, or Jefferson? Who said that every 20 years there needs to be a revolution uh, in, a, in the United States? Right. I, I think it was Jefferson that might have said that. But Thank I mean, this right. is this is the problem where government's not necessarily the problem. The problem is the powerful government, because I could hear people like, you know, our friend Moral Bob being like, that's why anarchy needs to be a thing. No, dude, <laughs> anarchy will not work in a, in a system that we have, like with the amount of people that we have and the amount of, you know, guns that certain people have. Um, anarchy just won't work, in my opinion. Now, I, I'm always down to debate it, but yeah, even if 20 you went, years. Yeah. What's that? I was going to say, even if you went, I just did a whole I just I have an episode coming out called Punk Anarchy in the State of the World uh, with an old uh punk rocker friend of mine and we talk about anarchy and it's funny that you bring that up because i just did a deep dive on the definition what it means to people how much different like meaning is assigned to the word what the the real world playing out of events would be in the event that we leveled the playing field to that level and started from scratch and uh you're right a power structure and a hierarchy of sorts will always occur organically in some way shape or form there's no getting away from it completely agree yeah, I told Bob when we were having this this back and forth, and I love talking with Bob, and I like arguing with him. He's a fun dude to argue with. Um, he's smart, great guy. Yeah, he's a fun dude to talk with. Even if you're having a conversation with somebody, it could be a friend or it could be somebody that you hate. Someone is controlling that conversation always, right? It doesn't matter if it's, you. like I said, you were a friend, whoever. Someone is always controlling the conversation. There's always a power structure in any situation that you're ever in. And it doesn't matter. I mean, you don't always have to be the one if you're an alpha male or whatever. You don't have to be the one that's always controlling the conversation. You can listen and you can fall in line if like, you know, you're an alpha male and, you're, and your wife's mad at you, right? You should probably fucking listen at that point. Um, and she's, she's, she's controlling that conversation, right? But there's, there's never a 100% equal playing field ever. Yeah. Nietzsche would say it's a will to power world. All right. I want you guys to check this. I saw this today and found this really interesting. Have you guys heard about the green line test? Yes. Yeah. So uh, why isn't the volume working? Okay, here we go. Let me. uh, What is this? The green line test. I haven't heard of this. All right. Let me just make sure I can get the audio up. Here we go. You have to share your audio too. There we go. Okay. So. This is called the green line test. Shocked by this, but to me, not shocking at all. The green lines, they never lie. They never lie. Yeah. In almost every photo I looked at, almost a, a hundred of them, she tilts away with her head. She never really liked them. The green lines, they never lie. No shock that she cheated on them. Who got cheated on in this relationship? A pretty normal looking dude. 
Cheat on the hottest girl in the world. Who leaned in the who? Guys. Stop doubting the green line. Wait, so what is okay, the idea here? Okay, let's talk about the green line test. I'm going to explain it. This is for those who are wondering why <laughs> I drew a green line on this photo of Pete and Kim and what it means. Green line test was originally created by Rivolino on Twitter. Uh, it essentially is showing who is pulling who in a relationship, like who wears the pants. This body language test wow. is also a relationship test. Uh, it shows whose access is straight and whose is being pulled in. As we can see here, Kim is straight and she is pulling, not literally, but in the relationship, pulling Pete in. This test can be done on anybody. Um, as we can see here, Harry is leaning in, Megan is straight. Here they are here, uh, Prince Harry leaning in, even though he's the prince, and then Megan is straight. This Megan's couple, super hot. based on the green line test, is not going to work long term. Green line test doesn't care who you are, how much you bench in the gym. <laughs> uh, this is a world strongman. I think this is Thor, a mountain man from... Okay, let's talk about the green line test. Pretty crazy. Yeah, okay. I mean... The lines aren't even following their bodies, but I like the idea of that. That's a very interesting idea. How old is that theory? I don't know. Well, he said about a decade. Okay. Came off a a guy off Twitter. <laughs> I just, I saw it and I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So I, I want to go through some of my old photos and see what it was like. Cause I'd be interested to see if it's true or not. Well, and you, that is cool. Sorry, go ahead, Al. No, no, you even heard the thing where, like, if people are leaning away from somebody when they're in a picture, you know, it's as simple as that. You know, they don't want to be touched or their head is tilted away. And But I've also heard, like, if you're holding hands with somebody, supposedly whoever's thumb is on top wears the pants in the relationship. Hmm. So, ah. it, but I don't know how true that is. Huh. It's like a I believe the, the body language, though, for sure. I totally believe in this body language. And my son and I always talk about this and he, he can look at a picture. We both can and say, he'll say, this is not a good relationship just from pictures. It's weird. So, mm. you know, and they say the women should lean in a little more to the man. Like, um, I don't know, but that might be different than that green line. Right. It's, you know, the woman needs to be more into the man and the man. I don't know, but they're what? saying it opposite. Right. Well, no, no, no. They're saying whoever is leaning in is, is being the pulled one in. being controlled. The one that's the more okay. energy controlling. So if you have like more of the alpha male and a female that's more of the feminine in the relationship, a lot of times they say, you know, that's going to be a good relationship. Yeah, so like, I don't know. The like female can be the with... alpha in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. I think it makes it tough, though, sometimes. That's just my opinion. But I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the man... I don't mean to make, wear the pants old fashioned, but I just think women are not happy when they're controlling the man all the time. I just well, think then, then all you my think friends Disney's lying then. Right. Because in yes. every Disney show now, the dad is like this bumbling buffoon and the mom is like the strong alpha that controls the family. Think how long they've done that to us. I mean, Disney, I don't dude. know. Tim, the tool man, Taylor, what was that show? Home improvement. You know, home improvement. Home improvement. <laughs> I mean, he was an idiot. Even back to Archie Bunker, you know, yep. he was in the idiot of the family. Everyone made fun of him. So, and they've just emasculated and put down men forever. So. Yeah. One of my favorite shows was Married with Children. And man, yeah, same say, thing. Al Bundy was like the biggest loser on the face of the earth. He lived off his high school glory. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Shoe salesman. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, Al Bundy was the shit, dude. Yeah, he was the shit. He was such a great character. He scored he four touchdowns to in one game. <laughs> hey, check this out. Check this out. Uh, so I saw this the other day too. Speaking about uh, t- tying it back to taxes, Matt. According to the ma- this manual, the IRS will resume tax collection within 30 days of a nuclear attack. The manual also, the manual the- also, also states that the staff is to focus on collecting current taxes because the widespread destruction could make it nearly impossible to recover previously owed taxes. No shit, Sherlock. Not to you, but to the manual. Yeah. Does anybody yeah. remember Tower yeah. 7? Yeah. That held a lot of tax document, a lot of documents that disintegrated by a nuclear weapon, possibly. And supposedly Whitewater Papers, right? Yeah. Oh, there's also... was that Oklahoma City? Rumored. Whitewater was Oklahoma City. Okay. It was the Bush stuff that was in uh, Tower 7. Yeah, sorry, I confuse all these things. (laughs) It starts to run together. (laughs) All these buildings... our minds on things. Did you guys see how there was a paper that came out that saying that uh, SSRIs actually don't help depression because it's not actually yep. chemical imbalance yes. in the brain? Yep. And then there was also it's inflammation. Well, and there, then there was also a guy that said um, all the Alzheimer's papers were for 16 years have been perpetuated on a lie because they're just redoing the same digital images. And so now it puts 16 years of Alzheimer's research into question. Mm. so why now why are there money in the cure the money's in the medicine agreed but if you follow the logic of okay if they're saying that 16 years could be a lie for neurobiology wouldn't and maybe this would just be being hopeful wouldn't the average person then go hmm what else are they lying about in big pharma or am i just being too hopeful here nope you're assuming that people would think right (laughs) most people just do what they're told Fair enough. That's, that's the problem. And scientists sometimes have to sign like non-disclosure agreements. They can't talk about their research. And that's, that's by true. design. I mean, we saw it with the with the jab, right? Pfizer released all those documents. And what came of it? There was a couple news stories, right? Yeah. I mean, on, on our end, people were running up the flagpole with it saying, listen, man, this is all the shit we've been telling you from day one. But yeah. it got no headlines. And guess what? People are going to go get in line for there's lines waiting for monkeypox boosters. Like, I mean, there's people that won't learn. They're going to just keep doing whatever that black tube tells them to do. I, there, I have um, this theory about uh, some weird shit, like uh, as far as Alzheimer's goes, because you brought that up and I've been looking into this a little bit. And I think that it's interesting that uh, aluminum is the number one neurotoxic metal that's that's out there and it's found like in high high amounts in people's brains that have alzheimer's like especially after they die they'll find that yeah and my father had it yeah man it's it sounds horrible it sounds like it's it could potentially be worse than cancer i think if it affected as many people as cancer i mean it would be more um detrimental to like the the fabric of society i think if people if people's mothers and fathers started forgetting who the fuck they were you know what I mean? I think that that would be a lot worse than than um, cancer, honestly. Yeah, but my, uh, anyway. my grandma, my grandma had dementia, and uh, it 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 was very very difficult for my mom to go through watching 
And you know it's got to be tough, Andrew. She took it very personally. Is from their perspective, right? You don't know if what if they're living in that black hole, but in their head they can still everything's normal to them, but they can't communicate. I mean, think about how torturous that must be. Yeah, quite possible. Yeah, my mother-in-law had it, and I remember hearing that about aluminum. And she used to drink diet cokes from the minute she got up to bedtime. And I used to think that that might have been it. Well, there's yeah. a really there's a, a very, very thin layer of plastic in any metal can that you ever get mm. super, super thin. There's like a little process you can do to pull the plastic out. It's weird. I didn't know that, because even if you if you were to like really carefully try and peel a can apart, you'll never see that thin layer of plastic. But there is a very, mm. very thin layer of plastic right. in every kind of aluminum can. But they're starting to come out with um, PepsiCo of all companies is coming out with like mainstream like aluminum cups rather than plastic cups because plastic cups cause cancer. We're finding out if you drink out of plastic cups all the time, like those little red Dixie cups and shit. So instead of that, they're doing like ball, that company ball that makes all the aluminum cans, they're doing cups now. So like instead of you know, and you're supposed to be able to use these things a few times. So it's less wasteful and all that bullshit. But um, think about water is now being sold in aluminum cans like that liquid death. They're literally calling it liquid death. And I don't know if you've messed around on that website. They say that you can either uh, throw down one hundred twenty five thousand dollars to get exclusive merch or, or you can sell your soul. So you can do either one to go on liquid death. Yeah, it's a weird website. I see you making a face. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pull their weird side up. It's fucking insane. It doesn't sound <laughs> enticing, Al. I mean, come on. It's just your soul. I mean, what? No, but even then, it going back to, like, you know, what you eat and what you drink and what you consume, whether that's in your, you know, audibly or, you know, consuming actual foods. Why would you want to drink something that's called liquid death? Well, like, it's it's a it's a cool marketing campaign. I will. I mean, it, it is. It's because the guy and it's a wholesome story behind it. On the surface, they say that you know the reason that the guy created this. He's a sober dude, and he wanted to have something that he could drink that wouldn't look like that would look like alcohol, but it's not right. So it, it's it's geniusly done. Um, it, the the art on the can is cool, and the art on the boxes are cool. But if you look right here, it says sell your soul, right? So you click that and it'll take you to Oh, devil horns. Yep. Yeah. Um, So, yes. So pay cash. Where's the cash value right there? Pay cash. Oh, pay cash instead. Um, Yeah. 50 bucks. How much? It says. uh, Oh, when you spend 50 bucks. So is it just like a funny they're trying to be like. Uh, you know a joke it's like satire i don't know but i don't want to find out i don't either i don't like it i'm not gonna drink it (laughs) 125,000, or you can sell your soul and you can get the access to their exclusive merch creepy yeah so (laughs) it's up to you if you want to fuck with that but that's weird (laughs) right there sorry sweet face bro death saves (laughs) yeah that's what a shirt says weird that guy definitely works for the cia yeah no shit yeah there's some weird (laughs) weird things that are coming out like weird marketing campaigns and the podcast game was like completely taken over by that liquid death like tim dylan was drinking it all kinds of huge shows were like 
I think on the low sponsored by these people. Oh, of course. And, you know, because they never did an ad read or anything, but you'd see them always drinking their liquid death. So you think they sold their souls to get some money? <laughs> oh, sure. I think all these people do, man. I think a lot. Yeah. of I mean, a, a lot of people that I even I mean, I, I listen to Tim Dillon all the time. I think he's hilarious. But, yeah, no, I, I don't idolize these people. I just uh, I think anyone once they get up to a certain point seems to be corrupted. Yeah. Would it would it surprise anyone here if anyone of any fame or notoriety did shady things to get there? Not at all. I mean, it seems to be the only way. It doesn't seem like it seems like those who aren't willing bow out, you know, or get pushed aside and and kind of flame out or suicided. Well, yeah, they're the (laughs) but those are the ones usually who back out and then talk. Right. If you just fade into the into the sunset, they usually let you go. They don't have a problem with it. But if you're going to you know, then run your mouth afterwards. That's when you're, yeah, you're going to end up with a red string around your neck. Well, what happens with people like Britney Spears? You know what I mean? The shit that she's doing is, I think that's part of the show. I don't think that's her in her. Um, I heard no. she has a body double and it's her, it's her body double. There's no way that's her. Yeah, no. She's they spreading her ass open totally... on Instagram. Well, that's like, uh, I was just before this, I was watching uh, Jimmy Dore. <laughs> And he was talking about Brad Pitt and you look at like normal pictures of Brad Pitt. Then I guess he's on the new cover of GQ and it looks like, like a corpse or a guy wearing a Brad Pitt mask. Cause it looks nothing like weird. It. It's so strange. Well, they must, they own your name, you know, they own your image and everything. And I don't know. They do whatever they want. Okay, maybe so. it's AI. This person does not exist. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many different. <laughs> Who knows what technology is available to those people, man? Freaky shit. Yeah, they're so weird. I don't know, and and it's all, <laughs> and, and what you start seeing though is it's there's numbers involved too, right? That's the other thing is they they do a lot of this stuff by numbers. Dates are important, you know, windows and a- astrology and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the numerology is interesting. At what point do you stop reading into it? Because I've seen the people who become like obsessed with Gematria and they Mm -hmm. can read into any little thing. And I'm like, okay, there's coincidences and then there's you're just reaching. So it's this fine line for me of yeah, maybe there's something there, and then no, you're just reaching because you're trying to do something. He looks yeah, he looks super weird. He looks dead. Yeah. It looks like he's got a, a lot of work or his some shitty makeup artist. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's like almost like he has a mask on over his normal uh-huh. face. Like the skin is. Looks like normal. Biden, dude. Looks like Biden's mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look at all the symbolism here. I mean, you've got a lizard over his chest. That's not on his heart side, right? You got the... No, that's his right side. But that's it's... the other side. Yeah. So he's got a lizard. What's that necklace? Can we see that necklace close up or no? It's gonna get blurry. Um, it's a global. It's so crazy. Looks like. looks like Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah, it's like face off. And yeah. he just looks like an AI guy, like you said. Like that's what they're trying to push. Yeah, I mean, look at those eyes. Transhumanism. It almost looks like he's dead, and they like painted the eyes on him. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what? I think his creepy. eyes are closed. That's 
Like it almost looks like oh. his eyes are closed and they painted them on. Yeah. That, oh, that yeah. is what it is. Dude. Good Ooh, catch. Weird. That's a good call out. I didn't yeah. Know. I wouldn't have seen that. Yeah, because he's dreaming. It opens so up about weird. his dream world. So his eyes are closed, but they're open. <laughs> hmm. So that's some weird occult shit, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Boy, all weird these days. Fucking. <sighs> that's why I laugh now. Like, I, I watched. Um, I've been. I, day, I did uh, Amit's podcast uh, last week, Amit's Corner. And he. he Man, this dude, I love his show because he starts asking like, you know, questions you don't think about anymore. Like, what are your what what are your top three movies? You know, what are your top three TV shows? And I got stumped on the movies because I'm like, man, I could name about 10,000. So I started going through some old movies again. I came across American Beauty and I was like, oh, I got to watch this because I haven't watched it since it came out. And holy shit, it is just twisted even more so than I remembered. And you get into like, even the main character, you know, Kevin Spacey's character, his name's Lester. Right. And he's going after a little, uh, a teenage girl, supposedly. And neighbor, her her name is Angela. He didn't have to act too much for that role. No. Yeah, really. Except Except he he pulled back. It would be the young boy. Yeah. It would be young boy for him. Yeah. He's a sick dude, man. He is sick. sick. AF. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I, you know, kind of, that's what I was getting at is, I, I mean, you look at all of his roles and they're creepy, man. They're so, he's Every time I see his movies movie. now, I'm like, wow, makes sense. I'm sorry, who is this? Man, I missed Kevin Spacey. Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought it was Watch the usual or... suspects again. Yep. That's you one where you're it? just like, what, dude? You're a creeper, bro. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was getting, he was supposed to go to trial with all these young guys that said that he abused them or something and they all one by one mysteriously died did you see that that was in the u.s cars it's like straight out of the house of cards something happened yeah exactly but now i think there's one in britain going on with him so you know he's been to island too that's gross oh yeah He's I'll say somebody said, sorry, somebody said that they kicked him off of um, they wouldn't even let him on Epstein Island because he was where, where did I hear that? Because he was so like violent or something horrible. They wouldn't even let him on there. So what does that tell you? I thought that was Tom I've Hanks. Heard that. I've, I've heard oh, both I believe Tom yeah. Hanks, too, but I definitely heard him, too. <laughs> the Tom <laughs> Hanks thing still is funny to me. As dark as that sounds, I think it's so funny that he is like this psychopath. I, I, I cannot. Yeah, I cannot 100%. picture Tom Hanks getting violent. Like I even the, <laughs> the you see the video like when it, they they supposedly tripped his wife. Um, oh, yeah. And he's I like, back that. the fuck up, guys. Like I, I, I couldn't even take him seriously then. Like it was it was back Mr. up Rob. how he talks like. When yeah. He like when like, he's yelling, who is he in fucking Toy Story? He's Woody, right? Yeah. When yeah. he's yelling, it's like that's how I picture <laughs> him yelling when he's like going crazy. And it's like it could be the darkest situation, like some really horrible stuff. I would just picture Woody screaming, dude. It's so weird. <laughs> it, I don't I don't get that. I, I mean, it, it's funny. When do you separate the art from the artist in those situations? Because I think Kevin Spacey is a fucking phenomenal actor and I'll still watch his movies and I'll be like, dude, this guy's sick. That's what's I, creepy. Like yeah, the best actors creepy. are like sort right. of sick a little bit. Same with musicians. Same right? thing. I mean, yeah. you look yeah. at those big bands. They were some of the sickest bastards out there. For sure. 
I mean, they they're all sick, dude. I think like uh, I mean, dude, Johnny Depp has been made out to look like a sweet little angel lately. And that guy is a sick fuck. You can tell he has like a yeah, he has a pedophile um tattoo on his hand or on his arm or something. And he Does was he best really? friends with Marilyn Manson. Those and yeah. he's sick. No. Yeah, Kim's got a weird story. Yeah. She lived in um in LA and she was, you know, hanging out with with them at one point, Marilyn Manson and and uh fucking Johnny Depp. And no way. Well. Yeah, I guess she drank absinthe with him one time. And it's yeah, there's some weird dudes. Very, very strange guys. So So what was the scoop? Do you have any good scoop? Uh maybe she'll tell it sometime. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, Mar- Marilyn Manson, I guess, was pretty obsessed with her, according to her. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I don't know how real any of this is, but that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, she's gotten like she yeah. said something. I guess his name is like Brian Warner or something. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, she's she's talked about him a lot. And yeah, sounds like some fucking weird, 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 weird dudes for sure. But yeah, um, I, uh, 100, 100 years ago, uh, I met Marilyn Manson at a club called The Abyss in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And I could not believe how tall this guy is. He's huge. He's like six, four, six, five. Like I was like, holy shit, he's a big dude. Yeah, super imposing and and really uh, just willing to you know he's he's kind of been propped up. Um, really mediocre musician in my opinion, but you know, <laughs> been able to to rise through the ranks of of Hollywood and all that shit. But I he's mean, like so a that's... shock jock almost. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean one of the one of the first really effective ones. Right. Yeah. Because the, the conservatives were censoring him big time. And I don't know, man. Yeah, it's interesting, though. Like, so I'll, I'll still love, um, you know, Kevin Spacey movies and I'll still love um, a, a lot of these sick people's movies. But so I don't know if that's yeah. me just like being too, uh, you know, lax on these people or if no, can you're appreciating the, the art for what it is. It's like, I mean, how many people love Michael Jackson music? You know what I mean? Same argument. It's like where you know where do you separate the acts of the individual from the art it's tough mm-hmm. and roman polanski right. woody allen right oh yeah the list goes on and on yeah that's why i don't watch anything <laughs> i don't, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you don't want to give them credit no it just creeps to me i have trouble watching some of these actors just all of it you know subliminal they're trying to freaking brainwash you the whole time i hate it well yeah it's not only the shows anymore now it's the commercials more so yeah you know like i saw a commercial the other day i think it was for gillette like aimed at young girls about pubes about shaving their pubes it it was like hashtag no pubes or something like that i don't know it's the weirdest campaign ever i mean see that's the thing man with this whole yeah we need more attacks on body image that's what we need Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and worry about pubic hair, right? I mean, come on. That's the push with this whole this whole like it modernist is. thing. It's the, the postmodernism stuff. That I mean, dude, if you think it's weird now, man, wait for two, three, four years from now. It is going mm-hmm. to be literally pedophile, like direct pedophile references. If that's not pedophilia enough for you. I mean, that's the whole that's the whole curse of being tolerant, man. And, you know, I've, I've talked about this many times, like the whole gay push, like I'm fine with gay people because I grew up in the 90s. But I think that that was the the slow burn for culture. You know what I mean? Is is just being so accepting. And I again, I genuinely have nothing against gay people. But if I was born 
40, 50, 60 years ago, maybe I would, you know, because that's kind of the way that culture was. Um, I don't know. I, I know that that gets people a little sensitive to talk about those kinds of things, but, and, and there's some serious science to show that, you know, more people are, are becoming homosexual and all these other things because of chemicals that are put in water and food and all this shit. But man, um, it seems to not happen in Saudi Arabia too much. And it seems to not happen in some of these places that our U S government bends the fucking knee to, but, well, um, it also well. tends not to happen. I agree. Chemicals are part of it. Um, but I also heard a theory, uh, not saying a hundred percent, hundred percent believe it, not saying I don't, but the vaccines have that's what I was thinking. DNA from male yep. and female in there. And that gets integrated. It's not totally removed in the manufacturing process. And right. so that has an effect. And if you're putting male, let's take a female, if you're putting male DNA right. in a babe, female baby or prepubescent girl, what or, are you yeah. going to do? Right. And then, See, you know, you add in the aluminum and everything else in there and it just, it makes you wonder. And then you compound all the chemicals and. I don't know. The world is a petri and, dish. And the, and the number of vaccinations that young children have to take. Yes. You know, I mean, yes. it just adds Out up. It's cumulative. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, here, well, before we go, I'm, we'll <laughs> take a look at this wonderful ad campaign. So Hi, Venus. I'm a pubic hair. Oh. Yeah, I'm just a pube, and it's not fair. <laughs> All I ever wished to be was just another hair But when they got one look at me The ruling from society Was ew, not you Oh, what's a curl to do? It seems like all the ads are showing perfect skin and shiny hair But what about this other world inside your underwear? It's okay to say <laughs> Dude, it's unbelievable. And they use like the Disney, you know, MO of it and everything. It's like the Disney theme to the music. It sounded like, yeah, you know, something straight out of a Disney movie. It's like, what the? F oh. Also, is that let's shave and then put a bunch of chemicals in an open wound. Awesome. <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. Don't shave your pubes. <laughs> it's stuck in my head now. Is that, is that? Let it grow. Let it grow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think. Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, with the colors and the the song. Venus and, is the women's side of Gillette. Yeah. Venus, oh, yeah. I know, but so my thing is, um, the the childrenification of women now and men. Really, I'm wondering if that's like directly, like targeted towards like, you know, 17 and under or whatever. You I know, because I, I mean, it very well could be like all women because like there's fucking women my age. That's goal it is to get married in fucking Disneyland, dude. You know, so I mean, there's there people that are my age that are very, very immature. And it's not just like one out of 10. It's like 
80% of people are very, very immature. So I don't know. I, I admit I like cartoons. I mean, I still will sometimes go back and watch like old childhood cartoons. Um, I don't know. It's something with our culture, dude. I, so, you know, that's just a thought. I don't know if that's targeting little kids or not. Whether it was meant to or like, I feel like it's meant to is the point though, because mm. it is that fun Broadway-esque Disney style. It's in a cartoon form and it had like different color, little curly cues. And like, yeah. I'm all about. It's entertaining. Know, yeah. It's entertaining. And I'm all about to an extent, as long as you're healthy, accepting your body the way that it is. Okay. I understand everyone looks a little bit different and I'm totally fine with that, but it gets to a point. If you're obese and you're unhealthy, then you should probably get some help. And it's not pretty anymore. You're being unhealthy. Yep. I'm not saying everyone has to be a stick figure, but be healthy about it. And this, so I'm all about accepting bodies the way that they are, but this was just disturbing. It is weird. It's just sharing too much with young kids. I mean, I'm older than you guys. So, I mean, we didn't talk about stuff like that. I mean, a lot of stuff, you know, and it kept your morals and values a little more. And I mean, you were private about stuff and they, you know, put the stuff out for kids at such young age. I mean, we didn't talk about pubic hairs when we were, I mean, maybe with some girlfriends, but you didn't have cartoons about it. You didn't have commercials. I even talk about it with my mom. You know, you didn't really talk about periods. You know, it's good that we talk about some things, but this is just, this is crazy. It went over the top. Agreed. It's it's very weird. Was that shown on TV or where was that shown? Because I'm curious. Yeah, I saw it. I actually (laughs) saw it on TV when I was down in Connecticut this week because I don't have cable. I don't see commercials. And all of a sudden I heard it. I heard this like song out of the corner of my eye and my, my son's laughing. He goes, dad, look, it's about pubes. I'm like, what? Like, what are you watching? And he's like, oh, it's just a commercial on TV. Cause I thought he was in some YouTube video, but no, it was on regular TV. It's a Venus ad. Well, so I mean, like, yeah, I, I think it's the same shit that's been going on forever, dude, honestly, but it's just different. Cause like you have in the eighties, you have these bands like Motley Crue, like they're, sh- they're wearing their, there's no shirt that the dudes are wearing and they're wearing their jeans so low that their pubes are sticking out. Yep. And you don't think girls aren't noticing that shit, dude, you know, like everyone, I don't know the, it, it's interesting to talk about this stuff and try to push back on it. Cause I, right away I would agree that, yeah, no kids shouldn't be talking about pubes, but I think that they've always kind of known what they are. And it's just more of a different representation of, of um, marketing for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. And I just don't see why, why is it important? You know, it's not, like, it, yeah. it shouldn't be. It's absolutely but not. Like, again, it's trying to sell a product. Yeah. It's a, a retarded marketing campaign. Like I don't understand <laughs> marketing these days. Like they it's, market it's putting- well, psychologists, you know, the, the, there's a reason why psychologists work for ad agents. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's stock. a reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it, it, it's interesting how they're changing it and it is becoming more in your face, but so is everything these days, every single thing, you know, racism is more in your face. Politics is more in your face. And unfortunately it seems like pubes are more in our face now. too. So <laughs> it's, it's, just, it, it's weird. It's not cool. I'm not saying it's good. I just think that that's just the, the way that the world is, man. And, and no one, you know, generations before us didn't stop it. Um, realistically, we're not going to stop it. Yeah, I think it would. I think it's all done on purpose. I really do. Oh yeah, like Ryan said, it's Tavistock generated. Exactly. I was thinking Tavistock, and it's to take down our morals, values, 
corrupt the children. I mean, it's just everything. But I think that's exactly why you see so many people now wanting to homeschool and saying they want to go live off grid and, you know, taking tablets away from their kids and encouraging them just to be outside because it's getting to a point, I think, for a lot of people where they can't accept this for their kids anymore. You know, there's nothing wrong with talking about those things with your kids, but they shouldn't learn it about a commercial on TV. Right. Like, and that's the thing is school, sex and and school and all this shit and things like that. I mean, I remember. My first husband, uh, his daughter came home and she was like in third grade and I'm brushing my hair and in a mirror so I can, I'm looking in the mirror, but I can see her and she goes, Ellie, what's a pussy? And I was like, I almost choked. I'm like, you're nine. (laughs) I was like, and, but she didn't know. So I'm like, where'd you hear that? A boy on the bus said it. What's cock? What's this? What? And I'm like, dear Lord, you're nine. Yep. But it's a little different hearing Those it from friends. little shits on the bus. Yeah. yeah, it's a little different hearing it from other kids. You whisper and stuff. But hearing it in school or on commercials, I mean, that's that's. But they, purposely that, done. that boy knew what it was and was, like, trying to show her physically what it was. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. And okay. she was that's... smart enough to say, no, I don't want to know. And wow. came home and asked. But I'm like, you're in third grade. Yeah, you know that's uh, I, I I talk about Black Mirror a lot on my show. There's a really good episode where this mom is trying to overly shield her kid from what's going on in the world around her, and um, she she ends up like finding out all this crazy shit from friends because they don't want to send her to school to learn about it. And yeah, obviously Black Mirror is is state propaganda. It's through Netflix, Sidman Freud and you know, all these people that are connected to Netflix. But I think that it's very interesting, the idea that if you overly shelter somebody and then they get put out in the world, they're going to learn this stuff. And I think that the like Shannon, my buddy Shannon says that if you just have a good connection with your kid and you and you you demonstrate that you have the the real authority in their life until they're old enough to fucking decide for themselves, you know, they're going to learn some weird stuff out in this world, right? It doesn't, if they're going to not be self-isolated, um, I, I think homeschooling is cool, but more Especially often in the than not, digital world. Yeah. I mean, but the more screens are not, just dude, these yeah. homeschooled kids. They turn out fucking weird sometimes, man, more often than not, because they don't have any social interaction with like different people, people from different economic backgrounds. I think just have a good connection with your kids and I don't have kids. So I'm, I'm speaking out of line here. Um, I don't know how difficult it is to have a kid, but um, I have heard from people that have kids that think similarly to, to me, just have a connection with them and let them go out there and experience the, this crazy world that they're going to live in for the rest of their life. And then, you know, just, just like be there for them. I don't know, man. You know, it's, it's so hard. So I don't have kids, you know, it's so hard. It seems terrifying. But um, man, yeah, it's 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 crazy. I don't think that there's yeah, an I've easy always, answer. I've always thought about um, what it must be like to be young and in like you know grade school, high school, middle school years in this hyper connected social yeah. media world. Like I didn't have that when I was growing up. I can't imagine because you just you can't get away from the ridicule. Like someone's always there's always a notification telling you that you're a piece of shit from somebody Mm -hmm. you know and it's like no wonder these kids lose it and start shooting up the schools it's like it's 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 
it's a mental health problem that is growing at a very early age. It's starting very, very early on in these kids' lives. And no, I don't hear enough people talking about it. I think it's a huge, huge part of that problem. Well, even adults, you know, you play, you go on Instagram and people are only showcasing the best parts of their life or Facebook or whatever social media platform. And you then start to think as you scroll through there, oh, well, I should be on vacation. Oh, I wish I was this. And oh, I wish I was that. No, oh, I mm-hmm. wish I had 12 chickens instead of six. And oh, I wish I was in Bermuda or I wish, I wish, I wish, instead of being grateful for what you have. Mm-hmm. And as adults, m- some adults are able to separate that and go, okay, and back away from that and say, okay, I'm grateful for what I have. But a lot of people can't, and especially kids, because yep. they want to be the YouTube stars. They want to be famous. They want to be all those things. And it's always in their face. L, you are spot on. And I know it firsthand because my son is, he, he loves video games. He loves YouTube. And that combination is lethal these days because what he does is he goes on and he watches obviously the best in the world. And then he tries to do it on his end and gets frustrated because he can't do what they did or, or they're able to get things that he can't. And he, you know, it's like, buddy, hold on a second. Let's take a step back. Now, why are you comparing yourself to that guy? Just because he's on the TV. Does that make him better than you? And he's like, no. And so we have to walk through this whole dance to make sure that he understands that, listen, the TV isn't real. You know, what you see in there isn't real life. What real life is what's right in front of you, what you can touch, what you can taste, see. Everything else is just fantasy land. So focus on what's in front of you and, 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 and the things like that. And then worry about bigger pictures because that's what these kids, the problem with these kids is they're so lost. They have no guidance. They have no direction. And there's such an overwhelming abundance of bad guidance out there from the YouTubes and stuff that makes screens are intrusive. It's become intrusive. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I I mean, as a parent, that's my most challenging thing is I, and especially in my situation, because I'm co-parenting. So I only see him half of the time. And so I have to really focus on understanding what is he consuming when he's not around or when he's with me as well and and weigh that and balance that out to make sure he's not getting into too much of the wrong thing at a young age you know and there's some kids at this age that have no guidance whatsoever and it's sad because at nine and ten years old you can already see where it's going and it's not going well I mean they're you know, pushing 150 pounds already. They don't, they can barely compete in sports and do gym class. And they, 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 as soon as they get home from school, they go in the electronics and they're eating junk food and drinking soda. And the parents are just like, yeah, it is. That's, that's him. Yeah. It's a big responsibility. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Too much at times, but Hey, once you, once you take it on, there's no going back. You know, oh, yeah. I had three sons and I, I love being a mom. So, but I raised them and they were different, you know, it was different times in the 90s. So, yeah, I was but, a 90s kid. So I know. First oh, yeah. Time, well, my, yeah. my glory days were the 90s high school, you know, middle school, yeah. high school, all that time. So, oof. different time. It was. Oh, it guys, was. this has been great. Uh, I, 
can't believe we've almost gone two hours already. This is amazing. <laughs> so uh, why don't we go around and if anybody has any final words or wants to uh, push anything, feel free. And uh, I just want to thank you all for, for doing it. So we'll go around on, on my screen. I got, Andrew, I got you first up here. Yeah, always a pleasure. I love meeting new people. Nice to meet everybody. Uh, love the show. Uh, if you want to check out my podcast, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com. I'm on all your favorite podcatchers. Um, if you want to email me, uh, andrewforamerica1984 at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, come give us a listen. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, my friend. You're always welcome. Uh, L, thank you for joining us. I'm so happy you were able to make it. Yeah, I'm, I had a lot of fun. I wasn't quite sure what to expect. You know, I've listened to these episodes, but it's always different participating. Uh, so thank you guys for having me. It was nice to meet you, Leslie and Andrew and Ryan. Uh, Matt, actually, your episode on my podcast comes out this Wednesday. Nice. So my podcast is called the Speed Bumps Podcast, and I just talk to people about the things that they've experienced. doesn't have to be traumatic and you know, it can be about starting a homestead. It can be about homeschooling your kids. It can, whatever you want it to be about just the speed bumps in your life. And on Instagram, I'm speed.bumps.podcast or one O-N-E thumb E-L. Cause as Ryan asked me before we started recording, I only have one thumb. <laughs> L, thank you so much. Thank this is great. Leslie, thank you yes. so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Matt. I love this. I love this. I'm not a podcaster, but I'm a lover of podcasts. So it was great meeting you guys. And it was great. I loved it. Well, thanks for joining. Oh, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Always fun to meet new. And I love having non-podcasters on here too, because we get stuck in our little echo chamber every now and then. So for sure. having a, having <laughs> a fresh voice and a fresh face is great. So thank you. And you're welcome back anytime. Thanks. Ryan, what do we got this week, my man? Not much new, man. Just, uh, you know, it's always like I, you know, we both say this Monday is always like our favorite night of the week just because we get to talk with new people. Uh, this is my first time meeting Al, and it was really nice talking with you and getting the your perspective on things. And definitely going to check out your podcast because speed bumps in life are relatable to everybody. So that's pretty dope. I like that idea for sure. <laughs> Um, and yeah, you know, thanks to Leslie just for, for popping on because, uh, I think it would be kind of cool, like more often than not to have someone that isn't in podcasting just to like get their ideas out there. It makes it fun for the listeners and shit, I think. Um, and yeah, man, it's, uh, it's cool. Andrew, I met you, you know, we always have fun talking, dude. I love, I love talking with you. So, um, Love yeah, it. just uh, same old shit, dude. Same stuff over here. I will say, um, I think that things are getting so crazy lately because um you know our governments are failing and everything is looking so blatantly obvious to people like us and it'll become obvious to people that don't agree with us in the very near future how shitty things are because they want to push us into the arms of the united nations and the world economic forum and things like that these people are going to come to quote unquote save us when our governments fail us so um you know pay attention i think um you know anytime that you're dead set on an answer kind of like andrew alluded to earlier challenge that idea i think that that's really important so um with that yeah, being because said, what you're gonna do is ryan one of the things i like to do is what is the story that's being presented now take the opposite approach look at that side 
And then the truth is probably somewhere in between. There's two sides to every story and the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Well, there's three sides to every story, right? There's there's the one side, the other side, and then, you know, the truth. So, yeah, exactly what you said. So, I mean, there's um, there was something else I wanted to say. I, I forgot exactly what it was. But, you yeah, know, it's uh, it's crazy the way that things are, are moving. And, you know, we're just going to see what happens, man. There's nothing we can do about it, really, because uh, people don't even want to take the small step of not paying taxes for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, that's like <laughs> the scariest thing to people for some reason, but it's uh, amazing. We revolted over what? 3% tax on tea. <laughs> and and now we're up to like 35% tax. Uh, you know, it's like that. Propaganda yeah, is it. effective. Oof. We've gotten soft people. We've gotten soft and yeah. uh, you know, hard times have made weak men. And you're seeing them right now. Oh, there's a week. week. Like I said before, I saw a guy wearing a mask, walking his dog outside in 90 degree heat. Yeah. And you know, I said that backwards. Easy times have made weak men. So, yeah, that's what I meant. But yeah, I I wanted to comment. I wanted to comment on that earlier, too. When we're talking about humility, the alpha male is like the true masculine energy. The true alpha male understands humility. And, you know, it goes back to what Jordan Peterson always says, like, you know, are you peaceful? Are you harmless? You know what I mean? Like you have to have it under voluntary control. You have to, you know, look out for the best interest of the whole, uh, you know, don't attack men. We need men. That's all I wanted to say about 100%. <laughs> we need good men. Good men. Why we are yes. where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Man, destroy so yeah. the ego and strive to be proven wrong. Yes. You'll learn. You'll become a better person. Excellent. Yeah. It's okay to be wrong. Matt, what about you? Uh, the usual. Great Deception podcast everywhere. Instagram, YouTube, Patreon. Uh, you can go check out the merch store, uh, which there's a link in my Instagram. So all the same stuff. Nothing changed. So everyone, thank you so much. Stay strong and question everything. more for themselves and less for everybody else but i'll tell you what they don't want they don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking they don't want well-informed well-educated people capable of critical thinking they're not interested in that that doesn't help them that's against their interest that's right they don't want that you know what they want they want obedient workers obedient workers People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your Social Security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe all day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged, and nobody seems to notice Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hardworking people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all. At all. 
at all. Yeah. And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. There's a reason education sucks, and it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want a very simple way. On election day, I stay home. I don't vote. Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't vote. Two reasons. Two reasons I don't vote. First of all, it's meaningless. This country was bought and sold and paid for a long time ago. The shit they shuffle around every four years <laughs> doesn't mean a fucking thing. And secondly, I don't vote because I believe if you vote, you have no right to complain. People like to twist that around, I know. They say, they say, well, if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. But where's the logic in that? If you vote and you elect dishonest, incompetent people and they get into office and screw everything up, well, you are responsible for what they have done. You caused the problem. You voted them in. You have no right to complain. I, on the other hand, who did not vote, who did not vote, who, in fact, did not even leave the house on election. It's just one more way of reducing your liberty and reminding you that they can fuck with you anytime they want. As long as you put up with it. As long as you put up with it. Which means, of course, anytime they want. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing. Germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths. <laughs> Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? 
I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick. You're going to die. And you're going to deserve it because you're fucking weak. And you got a fucking weak immune system. Now, now, to balance the scale, I'd like to talk about some things that bring us together. Things that point out our similarities instead of our differences. Because that's all you ever hear about in this country is our differences. That's all the media and the politicians are ever talking about, the things that separate us, things that make us different from one another. That's the way the ruling class operates in any society. They try to divide the rest of the people. They keep the lower and the middle classes fighting with each other so that they, the rich, can run off with all the fucking money. Fairly simple thing happens to work. You know, anything different, that's what they're going to talk about. Race, religion, ethnic and national background, jobs, income, education, social status, sexuality, anything they can do, keep us fighting with each other so that they can keep going to the bank. You know how I describe the economic and social classes in this country? The upper class keeps all of the money, pays none of the taxes. The middle class pays all of the taxes, does all of the work. The poor are there just to scare the shit out of the middle class. Ooh.